0: Welcome to the Tenacious Podcast. I'm Andy Christensen, lifelong entrepreneur. I've helped launch over a dozen national brands, created a $40 billion beverage category, author of the best-selling mentorship book, The 40-40 Principle. And the thing I love the most is to encourage and equip entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and creatives to help change the world. That's all of you. So let's get to it. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Tenacious, where we talk to extraordinary entrepreneurs about challenges they have overcome. I'm your host, Andy Christensen, and today we have the one, the only, L. Ullman with us. Welcome, L.
1: Thank you, Andy. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today.
0: Oh, man. Let me just give a little more to the audience of what you're about. I pulled up a bio and I can't read the whole thing or it would take the entire show because you've done so many amazing things. But top line in a nutshell, Elle is an entrepreneur of business. She's a media mogul, an influencer, a tech investor, and undoubtedly the queen of connecting. Elle is the CEO of Melt Music and Media Agency, a full service marketing technology and licensing conglomerate. That's pretty big. Welcome again, L:
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate
0: it. I don't know if I've read conglomerate. I don't know if I know anyone that owns a conglomerate. I'm so excited to talk further about everything. There's so many things I want to get to, but the most important thing, I think we give the audience something right off the bat. I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about this quote that I read on your bio that said you're most i don't know if i want to say liked quote but the thing that you love the most is saying that success is a series of successful days can you elaborate on that
1: 100% everybody who knows me has heard me this, say this success is a series of successful days speaks to consistency and it's really about you know getting it right more days than wrong and like i use like I said, in trading, you know, it's the same thing, more wins than losses. But we can use something simple when you talk, just think about, you know, if you're on a diet and you eat healthy six days a week and you have an off day, you know, you take Sundays off. Well, you're actually still doing well. But if you eat bad six days a week and then good one, you're probably going in the wrong direction. So it is about performance and really Knowing that you can, you can do it. You don't have to do it 100% every day. You just have to do it right more than wrong.
0: That might become one of my new successful or favorite quotes.
1: How I love it.
0: Because forever, I've loved this one that's similar success or that the truest measure of success is consistency. Consistency is the truest measure of success. It is. It took me a while, but I got there. <laughs> And that's the definition of tenacity too, to a large degree is find something you want to do, get after it. You said something earlier, three minutes, you can do anything for three minutes. What was that pull like hell? It's a sailing?
1: Well, it is. So it's from the U.S. Olympic sailing team. I have two children that are, that were Team USA sailors. And it really is one, two, three pull like hell. And it meant, you know, for three seconds, you can probably do anything. And I use it in life for so many reasons when I'm just, there's just nothing left at the end of a 20 hour day. And you're like, you know, you can do this. You can pick up those groceries and walk in the house. You can finish this one piece contract, no matter how tired you just do it.
0: Heck yeah. Well, I gave a formal bio of you. Could you tell the listeners, what do you do Monday through Friday?
1: I work with super celebrities and build out their brands. I connect them to larger CPG brands. I identify what's authentic. This is where the super connecting comes in. I am truly a super connector, but I like problem solving and I like putting puzzles together. I have since I was a child. And to me, I can see a celebrity, see what's in their brand DNA, and look at a consumer product or a distribution channel because I love tech and social media user generated distribution channels with other influencers and doing activations. So I activate their audience and, you know, make their brand awareness much larger.
0: You were mentioning earlier, you just met an 18 year old and you said, I can tell he is going to be somebody big someday. I was so curious to ask you what that looks like. How can you tell?
1: Well, I've mentored a lot of young entrepreneurs. And he took over esports team that I was once the uh, chief strategy officer of team 33, which is really the number one Fortnite team in the world. But he took over these team and he understood how to monetize it. Prior, the owner really didn't understand the monetization. And he got funding from Dexter Lawrence, who is just signed a $90 million contract or re-signed a $90 million contract with the Giants. And he understands that they need to do media and that esports teams aren't just about being the best performers in the world, that what monetizes an esports team is media. And he makes the effort, he understood deal flow, and he understands that he has made this effort to continually contact, and he has metrics that he performs by. He actually measures himself as to the amount of money that's coming in and what they need to do and how he's spending it. So.
0: Already at 18. 18. Mm.
1: So I was like, you know, we're going to, I'm coming back next week. I'm going to meet with him. I'm going to continue to help him monetize this. I think it's about him. So a lot of things, as you know, it's about people. And when you find the right people and the right team, that's what you get behind.
0: You're a people person. How did you become that? Or were you born that way?
1: Born that way. (laughs) So Lady Gaga says, I was born that way.
0: I was born that way.
1: I was. I love people. Everybody has a different superpower, and mine is people.
0: What did that look like at 12? Like, were you already connecting people in the neighborhood and schools and all that?
1: Most definitely. Highly connected even at 12, honestly. Connected with media um, studios, actors. It just How? Well, that I did not orchestrate. My parents did, I have to be honest. I went to a school called Buckley, and Buckley is a movie industry school. But it's kind of like you just network. I mean, the kids network, it's in their DNA. Gotcha. And you build from there. I mean, actually, so if you know and you know, from old school from acting and producing and directing, it is who you know. And as I look back now at some of the shows, there's no doubt about it, there was a little nepotism involved. But it is actually just who you know. It's not that someone's not better. It's that it's easier to ask somebody that you've met, right? Or that you know. Yeah. To be in on your show. And they did as a kid. You know, they had all sorts of the kids from the classes on some, you know, big bin and little house on the prairie.
0: Do you think people that aren't naturally connectors can become connectors?
1: I think they can connect. There are different types of people. It really depends on the person. Some people, you know, their gift is, their gift is technology or, and there's some unbelievable people that are not natural connectors in technology. But do I think that they can become a true connector? I don't know. I don't know if it's in their profile. You know, I don't. You can learn anything, but are they going to want to do it? That's not the same thing.
0: Yeah, like the difference between a competency and a superpower.
1: Right. I mean, when I go in a room, I want to meet everybody in the room. I want to know who they are. I really, truly do. I just like the energy and the people. There are a lot of people who go in a room and they don't they want to go meet you know talk to their friends and you know have a deeper relationship with that person and that's what that's okay you know everybody has their thing
0: yeah i'm curious who's been your biggest connection like the person you've met if you can say like that was a very cool connection
1: i don't know that i can say that i've had so many i mean i really have grown up knowing some of the most
0: famous people in the world so it's not fair Is there anyone on your bucket list that you want to meet? You haven't met yet?
1: Yes, Elon Musk.
0: Elon Musk. What would you want to talk about at dinner? Dinner? Yeah, let's say I I like to ask the question as an icebreaker to people. If you could have dinner with any person, who would it be and what would you want to talk about?
1: Oh, I definitely want to talk about the future of AI. What are we doing in space exploration? How are we evolving as a human race and Extraplanetary exploration?
0: Can I ask you a crazy question?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
0: I remember the first person that asked me this, they had to define what they meant by it. And then I figured it out and I was able to answer it. I'm sure you already know it. If not, we'll define it. But, and then we'll get back to your connections and things that you're doing in the media world. But singularity, do you think it's going to happen? And if it does, what's our future look like?
1: Well, it's not, I don't think it's a yes or no answer, Andy. I think that-
0: And by the way, sorry to cut you off, for those that don't know, singularity is, you may be able to say this better, when AI catches up with human brain potential and or surpasses our ability to make decisions, it becomes better at making decisions or faster. It out, outpaces the human brain. Is that the right way to say it?
1: It's actually ultimately you know, going to lead supposedly to the end of humanity. And there are two things I have to say about this. One, I don't think that AI is ever going to tell us or predict how we feel, ever. That's the nature of culture and pop culture. It can create as much as it wants, but it cannot explain the way we're feeling when when political situations arise. Humanity is still humanity. Now, I do believe it's going to make our jobs easier. I said, I mean, there's a lot of jobs that it will take away, But let's be honest, it's also a tool, i.e. chat, GPT. But it's in space exploration, as you probably know, you know, what they can do with rockets. It can go outside and it can do all sorts of repairs automatically with robotics and AI. I mean, it is actually going to be, though, part of the evolution of humanity. Even if we live on another planet, it will be part of bringing us to that point. And just like us, it is programmed with the good and bad, like humans. So there's going to be a good and a bad to it. And it's how we manage it going forward. But it will not be able to predict our feelings. Shape the future, 100%. It's already shaping it.
0: Okay, everyone in the listening audience, per L. Allman, we're all going to be safe. Don't worry about singularity.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I do think there's some, we need to have, you know, a new oversight committee. It's a lot like crypto. There is a place where I think DeFi is the future, but we certainly need somebody there managing it.
0: Well, it does get interesting, and then we'll get off this because this could be a huge whole topic of itself, but AI is only as good as those that program it. So if you program it to go, I don't want to say right or left per political, but it could be up or down, left or right, it's going to go that direction as I understand it.
1: Well- actually supercomputers on a very fundamental level i agree but once you put the supercomputers together now we have all these different minds programming it and unless they're thinking the same and then it begins to think for itself right
0: that's going to be interesting
1: it's already thinking for itself it's just you know i think there's some great advantages to it do i think there's needs to be a check sure But I honestly think it will evolve humanity forward.
0: Yeah, like everything else has. Absolutely. Supposedly, we keep getting better. I don't know how they built the pyramids. They seem like they're pretty advanced.
1: Well, this is a whole other conversation. But absolutely, I do. I mean, I believe it can evolve us forward, like as in from Neanderthal, human, to what's next. You know, as we start to explore space and living on other planets and people like Ben Lamb, who are recreating animals here on earth, I think that there's an opportunity, you know, with strengths to build this so that we can evolve into things that we've imagined in the future.
0: I like it. Well, and speaking of evolution, you have had the opportunity to work with some amazing people, as you mentioned earlier. Amazing. Who's lately been the most amazing or project?
1: Well, I will say we're not working with them yet. But honestly, I think one of the most interesting teams I've talked to recently is the Katy Perry's team and Bud Crawford, who is pound for pound the best fighter in the world.
0: Tell us more, if you can.
1: So I would like to talk a little bit actually about, we did both the Jake Paul Woodley fights. And I would love to talk about this a little bit because he is the example of everything that I live and breathe and preach and show how you can really activate a brand. and. I mean, he is, you know, when I walked away from this, I'm like, he proves it. He actually brought a new audience to boxing. He is a social media icon. He understands personal brand, which I preach all the time. Everybody in this, any entrepreneur should know, build your personal brand. You will be stronger at negotiating no matter what deal you are doing. And I mean, he understands monetization. He sells out arenas. I it's about profitability. So he is a culmination of everything that amplifies, you know, and how you use a social media icon to amplify a brand. Look what he's done for boxing. A little bit the same thing, you know, what Top Golf has done for golf. It's changed. It's increased the audience.
0: So How does somebody build their personal brand? What are the components?
1: Content. Be consistent with your content. Just get it out there. Somebody's like you. Somebody's watching. Do original content. Be you.
0: So content could be a video, it could be something that's written out, it could be what else?
1: Well, you know, TikTok understands, you know, the duet. So duet, collaborate, find other content creators that have followers, build it through collaborations. Collaborations work, right? Find out who you are authentically. How does that fit with where you want to be? You know, where do you see yourself? I say this to rappers. Sometimes rappers will come up and they use all this profanity in the songs. And I said, do you want a deal with Target or Walmart? Because if you do, maybe you want to look at, you know, doing that same song with a little less profanity, something that Walmart or Target can get behind as a family brand. Because the billion dollars, or it really is the billion dollar, you know, as you know, my husband and Tommy signed the Jennifer lopez Mark Anthony deal, which was the largest celebrity deal ever done with, retailer at the time, which was Kohl's, and it was a $3 billion deal. They look for who they can market. I mean, it has to be in line with their DNA too. So a lot of young kids just don't know that. It's really cool to the other young kids, but they can get the same traction and the same sound if they just drop a couple of, bleep out a couple of words and sign some big deals.
0: You know, that brand piece you're mentioning seems to go Part and parcel with success is a series of successful days in the sense that there's consistency, there's matching, you know, your brand, what you say versus what you do. I have a tattoo that says, vidiri," which means to be rather than to appear. Because I believe in that, you know, that's what builds trust. And I think that's. Sort of-
1: oh, speak to my favorite quote, Andy. So actually, one of my favorite quotes, we were doing a coffee deal with Carlos Santana. And he said, trust is thrust. And the truth is, that's why I meet people. Like when I go out, I go person one-on-one. I meet people before I ever bring a deal together, before I ever sign a paper, because I need to trust that person can deliver. They are who they say they are and that they can deliver and have the resources to deliver what they're promising. You have to trust that person. It's really important to trust You know, you can't move forward with anybody, with your team members, with the deal, if you don't trust the person on the other side, because the goal is to, you know, amplify the deal and you're going to hit some bumps. I mean, that's where tenacity. And I want to know that they're tenacious. I want to know that when we hit those bumps, that they have the character to be there and to see it through. It's one reason I love sailors because, you know, they're great problem solvers. They can't just come in from the ocean, right? they got to solve it. They're either going to solve it or you're going to be floating around out there for a while.
0: Yeah. Nobody, if you've not sailed, you don't realize that you can't just go the way you want to go. Like you have to work with the wind and you never can even understand that. So you're on a boat and you're like, why can't I go that way? Oh, the wind is going a different way. And somehow you have to find a way to get where you want to go, even though the wind doesn't agree with you.
1: Right. And if you break something on the boat, you know, it's not like the golf course where you can just walk off and go back. Yeah. You've got to get back on the ocean.
0: Or a squall comes in.
1: A hundred percent. Wow. Squalls are a whole nother conversation. Yes. So those are things that I always think of, you know, I really do look at the trust issue because it's so important. And I really think that I probably learned more from Carlos Santero that day that We offered him. <laughs> and he has to give you an idea. I mean, he practices what he preaches. So he has the first manager, Adam Vell, that was with him from the beginning, and his ex-wife's husband is his business manager, Michael. And that says, I trust these people to do what's best. I trust them to manage my money and to make the deals. And it's like good people, you don't get rid of good people. Good people you trust. If you get them, keep them close because they're they can make you really. Right? I mean
0: Yes. So, all right. So, you said bumps. What's been one of your greatest bumps in life or challenges that you've had to overcome?
1: On a business level, I think that I don't know if I think they're huge challenges, but they are challenges. You know, I started at Drexel in the 1980s, and there weren't a lot of women in finance at that time. I started in Beverly Hills. There are always challenges as to what room you belong in. And interestingly, I was one of the first women investors in esports and to become an, and I really didn't realize in this day and age that it is truly male dominated. There is not a number one esports competitor that is a woman in the top 100. Wow. Yeah, it's a wow. So I think what it is, is you realize that it takes time. I mean, I've had to really, you have to, Build trust and credibility, and you know you're not always invited into the room. I wasn't in the beginning, really, but as an investor, I get invited a little bit more, you know, money speaks, but truly, sometimes you're not i mean there it is a boys' club still, and it's changing, but you know at least I forged the way for other women and other girls to make it easier for them to be there because it will happen. It's just a matter of when it is happening it's just it's not like fifty fifty this is for sure. So it's a challenge.
0: What do you think was one of the, obviously, your connector that has a huge amount of equity in that world? But is there,
1: right? It is who you know.
0: Yeah. But is there another competency or few competencies that helped you overcome those challenges?
1: Certainly, because I get something done. I deliver what I say I'm going to do. And
0: to get the work done. Absolutely. Do it.
1: If you bring it, yeah. Right? I mean, and the truth is, they need it. If they can't solve the problem and you know the person and you know how to put the team together, and I do put great teams together, it's about people and teams are about people. And I find teams that their goal, I mean, your goals have to align when you build the team. And a lot of young companies, particularly, people tend to be attracted to people like themselves. But I always say that's great, but make sure the other person has a completely different skill set. Because you really need to have a nice, you know, you have to have different skills from marketing to sales to operations and finance distribution.
0: The one-two punch.
1: Right. So when you look at your team, I mean, you need compatibility, but you also need to have different skills.
0: Well, it seems like what you did is you were naturally a people connector, but you were intentional or tenacious about getting the work done and getting it done through a team.
1: Absolutely. I definitely believe in building the right team. And then, you know, delegating, you are stronger, amplifying it. And I always find, like I said, people that really are passionate about building a company.
0: Well, I find it interesting that delegation is one of the weakest skill sets of high level executives. And it's what hinders them from getting further along or business owners or entrepreneurs, because As I've learned, we're control freaks, and we want to do it ourselves. Or we have delegated, didn't get done right. So back to me being a control freak, I'm going to do it myself. Want to get it done right, do it yourself. So how did you learn to delegate?
1: Oh, when I was 18 or 19, my best friend's parents owned something called the Red Onion. It's Baja Sharkies now. It was a chain of restaurants. I flew literally through a surprise birthday for her. We went to USC, and they have an incredible house on the beach in Manhattan Beach.
0: Sounds awful.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. I know, it was amazing. But we, at the end of the night, I was actually, you know, I had all the limos and we had everything catered and the guys and I was cleaning up. And honestly, her mother, Bobby Newman, I still give her great credit for this. She walked over to me and she said, let me teach you how to delegate. And she walked up and like, I was 18. There's all these fraternity boys. and like, the last thing I wanted to do was sell fraternity boys. I thought were really cute what to do. But (laughs) she said, you do this, you do that. And then she walked over to me and she said, now you tell them. And before I knew it, everything was taken care of and cleaned up. And she also gave me Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Successful People when I was driving across country. So I give her all the credit and I've been delegating ever since, to be honest. Epic book. Epic, it is. But she's pretty epic too. I really did. That's exactly how I learned how to delegate. I mean, you know, you're taught. Someone has to teach you. I mean, some people are bossy. I mean, I have my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's a corporate attorney and she's been delegating. She's the oldest child. Right. But you do teach, you have to teach people how to deliver and understand that you may want it to be perfect. Right. And yeah, maybe you can do it better, but you can't do everything better. All you do is in getting half of it not done. So yeah, when you get to it, you get done better. But what's more important, getting it done? 85% in the timing, or getting it done at 100% and not doing 50% of it.
0: It reminds me of that quote, faster alone, further together.
1: Always. I have been on so many development teams, and I've over and over again, it is proven further together. I've done it with handy. I mean, seriously, I've seen with teams of Harvard and Ivy League grads and kids who have a handicapped person on their team come in second because they were so good at getting that team over the line, that person.
0: Yeah. Fascinating.
1: Yeah. I've really been involved in a few of these tests and you really do go further. Like I said, you pick the right team. Your team is really important. Like I said, it's critical actually.
0: Yeah. It's that J. Paul Getty quote I remember from years ago where he said, do you want hundred percent of one person or one percent of a hundred people And I always remember reading that saying, well, isn't it the same thing? And then I realized what ends up happening is you get more than 1% out of the 100. Right. And if you get 2%, now you've doubled your return.
1: Well, social media is proof, right? They've gone after thousands. And the other thing, actually, I have to say is to young entrepreneurs, and I see products and I get pitches every day, literally every day, I get multiple decks. And I say, solve the problem. Remember, you're solving it for somebody else. So many people get excited about, you know, the product. I said, what's it doing for somebody else? Why do I want to use it? Why do I want to share it with my friend? You know, am I going to be so excited about this new product? Am I going to go tell somebody about it?
0: If not, it's probably not that great.
1: That's right. There's a lot of things to look at, right? Obviously.
0: A lot of things.
1: You need to look at competitive landscape. You need to look at patents. There's a lot of things you look at in the process. But the truth is, that's the start. You need to make sure that you have something that people want and that doesn't exist or doing a much better job at it and that you own the rights to it. Make sure that the point of entry is high.
0: Well, and speaking of looking at a lot of things, this could literally be a three-hour conversation, which the listeners would probably love. But it would have to be multiple sessions. And I know you've got to move on to some other things before we wrap. So we need to wrap up in the near future. And I wanted to ask you what we haven't covered that you would love the listening audience to know about you.
1: Well, for one thing I'd like to share, I would like everybody to download pay-per-view for the Crawford Spence fight. It is a rematch. It is, we did 665,000 pay-per-views last fight. We're planning to break a million in this fight. It has a purse of 55 million. It's December 9th in Las Vegas at 8 p.m. By the pay-per-view, you're going to see one of the best fights of your life. What they don't know about me is that I truly do mentor and I give back to kids. So you can DM me and I will get to you. Be patient, but I will get to you within the month and I will answer your questions if you have any and you're looking to connect or you have a product. I do. Genuinely give real feedback, but I do read everything that's sent to me.
0: We'll make sure to put that in the podcast bio. What's the best social channel to reach you?
1: L Ullman at everything social media. L Ullman at Twitter or X. L Ullman at Instagram. L Ullman at LinkedIn.
0: And I'm going to spell that just so everyone understands it's E L L E U L L M A N N. A lot of duplicates. A lot of doubles. I think you're living a double life.
1: If that's the way it feels. But, you know, my passion has always been, like I said, tech, user-generated platforms, things that are culture-generated because they speak to what the people are feeling now. It's how I got into crypto and NFTs with NFTLA. I like it. I had started a skateboard brand with my son when he was
0: young. What don't you do, Al? What don't you do? They're all
1: based around the same thing. You know, they really are. They're all based around tech and social media and culture.
0: Well, you are living an amazing life. You do great things for many people. I'm thankful that you are doing what you're doing and that you spent a few minutes with us. We're truly blessed.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you speak in front of 20,000 people this year and hit that number.
0: Yeah.
1: You have no idea, Andy. And I'm also looking forward to making a million dollars with you day trading. Am my time off?
0: We didn't even get time to talk about trading. That'll be another time.
1: In another life. Yeah, that's what you said. You know, you said um, when you're talking about what would I do with my day um, if I had a week off. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite places in the world are where the mountains meet the sea. And I'm a voracious reader. So I would take some time and, you know, with my family and read for a few days. And I'm also an explorer and probably go to some place like Johannesburg or like I love NoCal, too. So, yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. Great opportunities. So you just let me know when we're going to start doing this trading. And, you know, I see you're killing it, honestly. I do see those charts go up on the daily. And I'm like,
0: that's right. This month, this month is good.
1: (laughs) And he's killing it. And he's killing it again. I'm like, damn, I'm feeling FOMO here.
0: Yeah. We'll see if we can uh, roll two of those months together because last month was not killing it. So just to be fair, just being fair.
1: Consistency. It gets better right. They say
0: There it is. Well, it should, right? That's the goal because last month and I learned a bunch more and I'm applying those things now. So next month should be better.
1: That's what they say. The time you spend. I mean, it is about, you know, when my kids were sailing, they say time on the water. It's time anything you're doing. And it comes down to, you know, microseconds of attack. It comes down to each little detail that you learn makes you more and more consistent in trading.
0: Yeah, that's back to your quote. Success is a series of successful days. I mean, you could replace days with minutes, trades, sailing hours, right?
1: Right. It goes down to time spent doing it, too. It's your ability to identify it and recognize, you know, what's good and what's bad. You'll know, like, you spend a lot of time trading now. I'm sure you know a lot more, like you said, this month than you did last month.
0: It's incredible.
1: And it shows every day. I'm looking at all that money you're making.
0: We'll see if we can keep it. That's the goal. Keep it. Don't lose money. Warren Buffett, don't lose money.
1: You know, I'm going right across the street from Warren Buffett right when I get off this podcast, as a matter of fact.
0: Well, if you see him, tell him we all said hello.
1: I will definitely do that. He's actually one of my idols, too, as a matter of fact.
0: He's on my bucket list, but I better get moving. Better get moving on it.
1: Thank you so much, Andy. I really appreciate you having me as a guest.
0: Well, thank you for your time. Have a great time on your trip.
1: I will. I'll keep you in praise with how it all goes. Have a good one.
0: Awesome.